0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. All
1: right, let's talk to our next guest who happens to be our first guest who happens to be when we need to know something about the 76ers in the NBA, we turn to our guy. He used to be the boss around here until he abandoned ship, much like James Harden. He's like, I'm out of here. Get me. I want to be traded. And he was to New York city where he now runs a fine radio station, sports radio uh six sixty uh WFAN in New York up there. But he's also uh you know the Reds Ricky Sanchez uh Maestro our buddy Spike Askin. Hello Spike.
2: Buddy? I mean the only time I ever hear from you is when the Sixers do something. It's really <laughs> disappointing actually. I just like boy there's a trade. I know I'll get a I know I'll get a text from Joe. Don't call me buddy anymore. Right,
1: well I'm just it's all transactional Spike. Spike. Your buddy
0: <laughs> I just watched your buddy Eat uh, spaghetti and what was spaghetti for breakfast mm-hmm. in, in his Tupperware yeah, container at six thirty a.m. Exactly like the first day we did our show. It's just yeah, a day in twenty sixteen. The more things change, the more they stay the same. <laughs> it's not surprising at
2: all. Spike, man.
1: you'll be happy to know I am eating more healthy. John, I think, can attest to that. He, yeah, I'm doing Except better.
0: This morning Wait was a, a, a reversion.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's. I know we have something else to talk about, but I. I <laughs> You two eating healthy, I I just want to give the listener right now a perspective that at one point during the morning, during when you guys were doing middays, we would sit in the meeting while Joe would eat like a leftover Italian hoagie and John would eat six tasty cakes and and like Slim Jim's for breakfast. And I looked at both of them and I said, you guys are going to die. Oh, man. First <laughs> off, outrageous, Spike. Of this stage. Spike, we are
1: in the Tasty Cake studio right now, so watch yeah. your freaking tongue. There. Well, they're great. I just don't think he needed four of them every yeah. day. You four know?
0: strudels per, per morning. Yeah. All
1: right, Spike, let, let's get to it. And again, for everyone, if you're just waking up, here's the news. 76ers overnight traded James Harden. They traded Harden and P.J. Tucker. They do trade him to Harden's preferred destination of the L.A. Clippers. Sixers get back. Frankly, more than I expected, they'd get back. They get back a 2028 unprotected first-round Clippers draft pick. They get back a to-be-determined – this is a weird one because we don't even know the team – but apparently a first-round pick that's going to be courtesy of someone that's going to the Clippers, It's going to come to the Sixers. They're going to get back a 2029 pick swap with the Clippers in the first round, two second-round draft picks, and then also four players, three of whom are really old, one who's young, Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Nicholas Batum, and K.J. Martin. All right, those are the terms of the trade. Spike, we look to you to make some sense of this for us. What do you make of this trade?
2: Well, I think the return is good. When you look at the return, it's pretty similar to what the return of True Holiday was. So I don't think anybody would have guessed, given that they only had one place, really, they could send him, that they would have gotten that. So I think that is good. I think it's good that he's gone and it's over. And I think it's sort of impressive that the team looked functional and happy and you know we felt the weight of the hardened thing the whole time but the players didn't look like on the court that they that they felt it really at all Uh, I think probably the holdup was you mentioned the other second round pick we heard a lot about Terrence Mann the player on the Clippers my guess is that Maury had to find a third team to give up a first for man. And the, the, the rumors are might be Oklahoma City, but I think probably a lot of the weight was trying to find a team that would give up a first round pick for Terrence Mann so the Sixers could get that. And I think you you look like, you know, the Sixers were going into we're we're going to have to go into a situation where they wanted to get a major player and they had the only asset they had to get it was one pick. They now have two picks would uh, rather, three first-round picks they can trade. They have another two first-round picks they can trade. They have movable salaries in the players, and nobody, I, I don't think, on the payroll from this trade after this season. So I think that trade is a success, and we, I think we all have to thank Tyrese Maxey for looking the way he did the first three games to make us all a little more confident in that.
0: Hmm. So Spike, do you have any idea who the third unknown team will be for the Sixers first round pick in the deal? Well, and
1: let me let me frame the question this way, Spike. Is that a trade that has already happened and hasn't been announced or are the Clippers like actively trying to make another trade? And is the Harden thing contingent on that? Like, how does that work?
2: I, I think they probably have an agreement in principle with the team, but there's so much salary nonsense with the NBA about who can go where and who can do what. And the Sixers I, I saw ended up cutting Danny Green. So my gut tells me they, they either know the team or it's down to two or three teams and they're just trying to work it out. I would hope, 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 hope that the announcement wouldn't get to this place without them really knowing that they could do what they needed to do. So my gut is that's already mostly done.
1: Spike, do you think likely or unlikely above or below 50% chance that this season Daryl Morey will take these first round picks and pick swaps and all that stuff and package it to get a quality player back who can become either the sixth or second or third best player on the team, to give Embiid and Maxi a reasonable chance to chase a championship with a player this year through a trade this year?
2: So this isn't going to be an answer that you're going to like because it's not an answer I would like. I think it is depending on the situation at the deadline, whether they – do that this year. It depends on A, who ends up being available, and B, how good the Sixers end up looking, right? So if there's a player who's on an expiring deal and they don't know if they can re-sign him, but the team looks really good and they have a chance at a championship this year, I think they could do it at the deadline. If they don't think it's within striking distance, they have mentioned, Daryl has mentioned, you know, aloud in interviews that this off-season could be the time when they use that. So I think it, it I don't think we'll see that anytime soon. Most hmm. big big name players don't get traded till closer to the deadline and the rest of the league sort of settles down and everybody figures out who is good and who isn't good. So I, I don't know. I think it's possible. I would put the percentage at twenty percent that they use the picks during the season oh, and eighty percent. Yeah. Jeez. I I don't I don't think it's likely that it will happen, but I think it's possible.
0: Oh man. (laughs) And that's very (laughs) discouraging. Uh, How last question for me uh, how yeah. good does this deal make the clippers spike
2: uh they're a phony team they've always been a phony team it's we all saw i, I give i give more a lot of credit right because we all saw james harden the last 2 years in the playoffs we all watched that those games i don't know if the clippers know are available to watch still. Like, they're recorded. They could call somebody, even if they don't have them right on their computers, if they don't have a password, maybe they want to borrow my password or something. We saw him actively decide to lose in the playoffs. He quit. He, whether, whether he couldn't face the pressure, whether he didn't want to be here anymore, whatever it was, against Miami two years ago, against Boston last year, in deciding games, he disappeared. The Clippers, who are trying to win a championship this year, they have two stars whose contracts are expiring this year, just went and traded for that guy. So I, don't, I would put the chances that the Clippers win a championship. I'll put it this way. It is more likely that the Sixers are in the finals this year than the Clippers. Wow, Wow. that's remarkable, Spike. That is. (laughs) There's just no way. There, none of those guys. James Harden has been dealing with the same soft tissue injury in his leg for three and a half years. Kawhi Leonard is never healthy. Paul George is never healthy. It it's just it's not a real team. There's a lot of talent, but it's not a real team. So i d I'm not I wouldn't be worried about the Clippers making us look stupid.
1: All right, Spike, final thing here. You know, a lot of what happens with the Sixers now with with Joel getting on in his career has to be viewed through the prism of what is he thinking and what does it mean for his future. Your Joel? Yeah, your gut feeling of Joel's reaction to this and what it means of whether he'll be here in two or three years.
2: Uh I think it's I think it's good for him. I think it's positive momentum. I think he probably wanted Harden to come back in that, you know, other players do like Harden. He he is a well-liked player, and he made life really easy for Embiid last year. Uh, so I think he probably wanted him back, but knowing what the situation was, I think it's very easy for Maury to convince Embiid, at this point, that look, there is opportunity for us to get better. Maxi is here; he's much better than anybody expected at this point. He continues to get better, and I think Embiid is is fine. And also, I, I think this is sort of maybe on some level depressing, but I just don't think Embiid is the sort of guy who will. Be so disappointed with not winning a championship that he will force his way out. Mm. It doesn't seem like he's that personality type. I do believe it when he says he likes being in Philadelphia. So I'm um, maybe I'm a sucker, but I don't. I I do not see the possibility of him asking out anytime soon as a real one.
1: Fascinating, Spike. Good stuff, buddy. Appreciate it. And uh, pal, buddy, and amigo, and all those words. Uh, talk, Thank. Talk to you at the
2: trade deadline, to camera. <laughs> I'll talk to <laughs> you around that time. <laughs> see, we'll you, see you, guys.
1: Right, there you Spike. there Spike. Ask.